going on, world? And welcome back to the Pursuit of the Good Life podcast, your favorite podcast to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host with the most, your favorite coach, the Cameron Lovelace, helping you create your version of the good life every single Thursday. And you know how we do it. We bring on great guests that are, you know, killing it in their particular lane. And so I'm, I'm bringing in a guest who is a master in her lane as far as the world of hair. You know, obviously, you know, if you need a nice little sew-in, you go to your, you go to your, you go to your uh, hairstylist, she hook you up. Uh, maybe you go to the Chinese store. But what today's guest has done, she is a black business owner who has been killing it for, and she really just got started almost, what, a year now? We, we get, we going into year anniversary? Your anniversary will be uh, May 26th, so, so 20, 27. We're getting into almost a year of business. She just had a major, her hands are just now recovering from a major Black Friday <laughs> sale. Uh, but without further ado, uh, she, is a, she is a business owner, but she's also a wife and a mother. Please welcome to the show, Mrs. Robin Goldsby. How you doing, Hi. Robin? Thanks for coming to the good. show. I'm great. Thank you for having me. All right. so, so tell the people a little bit about yourself and uh, Rain's Air. Okay, I am Robin Gozi. I am the CEO of Rain's Air. I started business officially, legally, <laughs> I guess you want to say that. I got you. Um, registered uh, last May, uh, but I've been making custom units for about three years. Uh I graduated from UCA Bears. with a degree, yes, <laughs> in uh, health education. But, you know, how that goes, sometimes you can't find a job, so you have to rely on other things to make you money. Mm-hmm. And luckily, uh, my side hustle turns to my job. Oh, great. Okay. So tell me what made you want to do it, because – so. For those of y'all who did not know, go to UCA and don't know Robin before she launched her, her <laughs> empire. Robin was known as a dancer. Robin, Robin, you know, like she said, she graduated with uh, health education. So I'm curious. And also she was known for like do- going live on doing her makeup. So yeah. I'm curious at what made you like pivot to even start getting into hair. Uh, I've been here all my life. Really? My mom is a beautician. Yeah. Um, started us out in the shop young. I started out with braids. Um, first braids. And then I went to um, crochet sets, uh, body wraps. You know, before we went to the party, so I would perm on and throw some rolls in, some tracks or something. Uh, but I got into wigs about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just something you know that I said I'm tired of doing my hair every day and I have been wearing them since hair is growing Uh (laughs) and basically I just I just love changing the look if I want to wear pink hair I wear pink hair if I want to have a bob I have a bob I want some hair down to my kneecaps I have that hair down to my kneecaps it's just a personality thing Uh uh basically it's you just get a chance to express yourself uh, either way you want, from short hair to long, long hair, colored hair, curly hair, 
Afro hat. You know, it's just a lot mm-hmm. you can do. So I got started with that. Um, really, it was a hobby at first, just to see if I could do it. Mm-hmm. But then people start asking me if I could make them one. And I was like, no, because I, you know, I, I didn't believe in myself as much as I do now. But now it's on, it's on up from here. So, so let's back up for a second, because you said you've been doing hair basically your whole life. So this is like, you said like, how old were you? Like four or five, six? Mom had me in the shop early. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I learned how to braid hair on a breast stalk. Sorry, <clears throat> that's when breast stalks first came out. They had the little mannequin head, mm-hmm. and I told my mom I wanted to learn how to braid. So I used to just practice on my mannequin head, and then uh, I had to be like ten, I want to say. But I didn't start doing my own braids until I was like thirteen. So I've mm-hmm. been doing and playing in here forever. Mm-hmm. So when, so did you start like braiding your, your roommate's hair in college? Do, do you have siblings? Like everybody sisters? here. So everybody. Yeah, I have a sister, uh, but she was a girl to girl. and mm-hmm. She didn't let me play in her hair, but I had cousins, sisters, cousins, uh, friends. Uh, when I got to college, especially mm-hmm. that's when, my braiding really took off because he was like, I didn't know you braided. Mm-hmm. Do me some Senegalese twists. Can you do this? Box braided. And it went from there. Um, after college, that's when I really, really tapped into weave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never really was a big weave person because I always had, you know, my own hair. So uh, it's just convenient and something new. So I decided to tap in and see, could I conquer it? So far, so good. Mm-hmm. So where did you get the confidence like to say? Because like, cause in my mind, you've been doing it since you were young. You've been doing it for over 10 years at this point. Up, um, damn near 20 years. And, <laughs> and then you saying you're not confident enough to do a wig for other people? Because it was something new. It was mm-hmm. something new and no one really was wearing wigs back then. Mm-hmm. Especially not in college. Everyone was into sewing. So I had to try to learn mm-hmm. to sew in. Uh, wigs became more popular about three to four, maybe five years ago. In my head, they became more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just went from there. Because it's like when you making a unit for someone... You have to know their hair measurements. You don't know if they have a long neck, short neck. You don't know if they hair wide, if they got thick hair. You know, you just don't know. So it's like a playing field. Uh, but if someone sends you their measurements, then you can kind of go off that, um, play with it. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, if it doesn't fit, you always can bring it back. That's my policy. Um I pride myself on customer service. So if my customer is somewhat unhappy, unsatisfied, which I don't have many, 99.9% of the time, they're all happy with their unit and say it fits good. So Mm. I'm proud of that for that aspect that I have more ups and downs. Gotcha. So tell me about, so when did you, when did you graduate from college? I graduated in 2015. 
2015. So 2015, graduate with your with your health education degree. You think you finna you finna conquer the world. You finna they finna be knocking on your door. You finna turn in these resume. You finna get a job. And like walk me through like what what that time was like that led you to Ooh. do the hair as yeah. a side hustle. Like walk me yes, through that, that period. Okay. Uh 2015, I, you know, I stayed in Conway for another year. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to Houston in 16, and I got out there, and it was just like culture shock. It's a lot of people, you know, a lot of different races and everything else. Mm-hmm. When I got out there, I was mostly braiding. I haven't tapped into weed yet. Mm-hmm. I got engaged that following, I mean, that same year on New Year's Eve, 16. I moved back to Arkansas in 17. It just made sense, you know, to move back when I, I'm getting married. Mm-hmm. Got married at 18, and I was working at Walmart. Um, then I said, I'm sick of Walmart. You know, they not paying me enough. Uh-huh. And that's where I started it. The girls there started uh, noticing, you know, my wigs and stuff. It's like, do you make it for any, everybody? I said, no. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Not yet. <clears throat> so then I quit Walmart and I went to um, allergy. I did allergy for about a year. Mm-hmm. Allergy testing at a clinic. And I I liked the job. I didn't have a boss. That was the best thing. I didn't have a boss <laughs> on site. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was just me and another co-worker. So uh, when I would go around the clinic, the nurses would ask, you know, do you do weeks? And I said, I might as well, you know, try. Mm-hmm. And I would let them know, hey, you know, this is my first time or I haven't did many, but I'll get you a discount, you know, mm-hmm. on how. Um, how much you charging for that first week? $65. $65. Is that, so, you know, I'm I'm a guy. So, so help me out. Is that. Is that a lot? That is that is a little? Cheap. That's very cheap. Okay, cool. That is so cheap. And mm-hmm. I love, at first I, wait, when I first, first started, I was charging 50. And I said, I can go up to 65. Mm-hmm. Then 75. And then people, my friends were getting on, on me. Because it's like, girls, people out here charging $200 and you, you know, what are you doing? You losing money. Mm. So I was like, Okay. Let me tap into my area mm-hmm. and see, you know, who's making what and let's compare prices. I, I'm the underdog, of course, because I'm new. So let me come in at a reasonable price. Uh, I do charge one. I started 125 for construction only. That's me not supplying hair or anything like that. But um, getting back to how I got into it. I um quit the allergy lab. Quit. quit. Wait, wait, wait. Was, when did you? When did you? Wait. When did you say like, okay, I'm gonna quit? Cause was was the allergy lab paying you like what, twelve, thirteen, fourteen? Fifteen. Fifteen dollars an hour. But while I was in allergy, I was back then. I was hand stitching units, so I would be on my breaks, you know, in between clients, you know, stitching. And throwing them in my bag because you never know who could walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked there for about a year and then kind of like got on my feet more. Then I was like, oh, I'm tired of driving to Camden. 
It's an hour drive. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Let me, please, Lord, get a job with the state. I worked for the state for a year. And then I got pregnant with my daughter. And then I hated it. I hated it. Hated working for the state? I hated working for the state. Why? I hated it. Because it was, I did, um, inspections on big company, big chemical companies. Mm-hmm. And I, of course I was pregnant, so I had to just walk the whole facility, mm-hmm. examine stuff. It was some stuff, you know, it's just a lot to be you not know, getting paid for. Mm. Oh, this job probably was worth thirty or forty dollars an hour and they was not paying thirty or forty dollars an hour. <laughs> so it was like it's not worth it. I used to come home crying. So I prayed. I was like, Lord, please, you know, let my talent take over. I don't want to work. I talked to my husband about quitting every day. (laughs) And then he finally said, okay, you pregnant. Just whatever you want to do, I'm going to give you three months. So I quit my job September 19th. I started taking myself more seriously in October. So I had October, November, December, those are my three months to show him that I could do something, okay. bring in some type of income. So by December 31st, I had already made over um, 75 weeks. January came back around. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Seven. 75 wigs in three months. 75 in three months, yeah. Was your daughter here? <laughs> she was here and I was breastfeeding. So you telling me <laughs> for twelve for about 12 weeks, you doing roughly four or five wigs a week. You're breastfeeding. You d- More than that? <laughs> More than that? <laughs> I can get um, constructed. I can make. I can make a unit in fifteen minutes, fifteen to twenty minutes. I can make a unit. Uh, that's because I took time and invested myself, and now I do them on the sewing machine, and mm. it's faster. So, me pushing it through the machine helps me save my hands. Right. You know, I didn't want to keep doing this motion so now i'm really pushing it through the machine mm-hmm. as long as the machine doesn't break down on me or anything which i have had that happen mm-hmm. and it happened during my sale but uh i pushed through uh-huh and okay it's it's not bad but i did i did what i had to do to stay at home you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> so 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 at this, so wait, so I'm I'm making sure I'm following you closely, because you said so you were working with my job because you, you were working there, you were on your feet, you were walking all over the place. They were uh, what's the call? Overworking and underpaying you. Oh, yes. And you was completely like unhappy, like this isn't what I thought it was gonna be, and but at the same time, while this is all going on. <clears throat> Clearly, your 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 hair business is like actually well not hair business your hair hustle 
at this point. Mm -hmm. Your hair hustle is building up. You're getting orders. You're charging a little bit more. So you are investing in the sewing machine so that you can still mm -hmm. have your hands and all this. And then when you reach your breaking point at the job, you said, all right, I'm going to put the rubber to the road and start yeah. building. Basically, yes. And I work in my office. I mean, I was only black and I was the only young black female. Uh, I had an elderly uh, Caucasian lady. She's like, you change your hair so much. What do you do? Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I wear wigs. You know, she's like, that's the wig you got on? She's like, how much money can you make off that? I was like, well, I can make, it just, I said, it depends on how many I can do, honestly. And I said, she's like, so if you quit your job today, could you make more money than you make here now? I told her, yeah. I, said, I was believing in myself. And she was like, girl, quit that job. <laughs> said, you afraid you can have a baby? You need to be at home with that baby. And I was like, well, yes, it's true, but what about insurance? You know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, luckily, my husband, I'm on, my husband has insurance, and then I, you know, I could quit. Right, right. So once I quit the job and had my daughter, I had my daughter May 19. I quit September. I went, <clears throat> had, I was on leave for about 12 weeks. Uh, mm -hmm. came back, cried every day. <laughs> now worked two weeks and quit. Wow. So wait, were you were you still doing hair and stuff while you were on leave, or did you take that I, break too? Did you... I took a um, six week break because you know you got to get used to the new baby mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But then I was like, I'm ready. You know, yeah, come on, bring me your hair. At this point, I wasn't selling hair. I was just still constructing um, units. Mm -hmm. I didn't start selling or ma uh, making units with my own hair until uh, October, November-ish. Mm -hmm. Because that's a trial and error thing. Uh, let's just say you have to spend a lot of money to make money. True, true. Uh, I... Um, and lost money because some hair that I received in was trash, some was good, but you know, okay. I'm not wait, 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 wait. I want to back up before we get into that. That that because it sounds like that conversation with that woman was Pushed like me over. was like the light bulb. That's like you know what? Forget this job. <laughs> just 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 forget. Forget this, this job. Was a uh, was. Was the lady at work or was she like a family friend, like a close family friend? She worked with me. She's in her six sixties. She's only working just for a um what is it? Mm -hmm. She retired and she came back to work just to be around people. She doesn't have any kids or anything like that. So She's that's interesting that somebody mm -hmm. that's at the job i would think you know some people well not not mm -hmm. everybody but you know some people are just like well you know no I just stay here it's a safe but it's safer to do this mm -hmm. and do that but she said sweetie <clears throat> listen go 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 quit do what makes you happy yeah um uh, i mean she was just there just for 
people-wise. I mean, mm-hmm. the best thing about working with the state um, is lenient when you need to take leave, mm-hmm. but they don't pay you how you should be paid. So, right. If I was working right now with my degree with being health education, public health, I'd mm-hmm. probably be making good money because oh, of the pandemic. Yeah, because it's a whole pandemic, right? But God works in mysterious ways. He will push you and make you uncomfortable enough so that you can use your talent. It's nowhere in the Bible where it say go get a degree. Nowhere in the Bible. <laughs> Not say anything wrong with college, but don't it's say nothing. Not nothing wrong with college. He said he will allow your talents mm-hmm. to overflow. So, me, the fourteen-year-old me, would have never thought that I would be an entrepreneur. The fourteen-year-old me said, "Hey, by thirty, you're gonna be making this money. Gonna have this car, no kids. You know, you're not gonna be married. You're just gonna travel the world. Blah 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 blah." Life don't work like that. And here you are, married, <laughs> entrepreneur, whole bomb out here. Um, yeah, all of it. But me quitting my job in 2019 was a blessing. It's less stress. I'm at home. Mm-hmm. No daycare calls for a one-year-old. Um, you know, I, I can't ask for a better Um. I can I'm free to go when I want to. Mm-hmm. Don't have to be on no one's schedule but mine. If I want to work today, I can work today. If I don't, I don't. You know, it's beneficial being your own boss. But the only side thing is being your own boss. You have to be everything. You have to be the manager. You have to be the uh, financial person. You have to be the bookkeeper. Yeah. The promoter. The yeah. marketer. You know all that. And the self, <laughs> that self really um, right. made me a better person because it taught me patience mm-hmm. and to um, still work um, fast, but, you know, take my time and please my customers. Hey, guys, hope you're enjoying the show, but I have a question for you. If you're listening to this podcast and you're hearing the gems being dropped, you're hearing the stories and you're being inspired and you say, you know what, I'm ready to create my version of the good life. If that's the case, then I highly recommend that we start working together. And so I want to invite you for being a listener of the podcast to a free strategy call with yours truly. And in that strategy call, what we're going to do is to help you really identify what it is that you're trying to do in your personal and your professional life help you identify the problems that you have to overcome to make that happen. And then we're going to put together a strategy so that you can go out and create that version of the good life. All right. So if you're really interested, if you're serious and you're interested in creating that version of good life and taking those steps, what I want you to do is to visit www.cameronlovelace.com strategy and sign up for your personal Zoom call today. All right. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Right. So... So walk me through that transitional period. Cause you said your husband get you said three months. And in three months, three months. you sold seventy-five wigs for different for different different services at different prices, different whatever. Mm-hmm. But you said boom. 
I have a result. I can do this. So walk me through that transition. Like you were, like you were kind of talking earlier from hustle to business. Cause I, cause I imagine now it like your mindset is changing to be like more disciplined or to be Mm -hmm. more, more motivated instead of, you know, necessarily waking up, um, being on Instagram, being on Facebook, being on YouTube, you know, it's like, okay. But those things help me. Okay. Those things help me. Walk me through that. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, when you're on the internet or put yourself out there on the internet, um, it brings more traffic. You see different things, different techniques, different styles. I have so many screenshots on my phone of wigs that I, yeah, let me try this. It pushes you and motivates you to uh-huh. um, want to try different stuff like this year. Um, this summer, especially, I plan on getting to all the crazy colors. I want to become a colorist. Mm. Um, so that brings in a different crowd of people. You got mm-hmm. your natural people, and then you got people that like to try exotic colors and, you know, different looks. So I'm trying to tap in more mm-hmm. um, on the color sides, not just the reds and you know blacks and the highlights and stuff i want to do like yellows purples pinks all that so this summer that's that's what i plan to bring to my business um just i'm honest i like the bright colors like right stuff like that so part so who was your initial like target or did you just have like regular customers coming in because you know like when you know you think about starting a Mm -hmm. business people say you know think about your avatar the person who you want to sell for so obviously for you it would be i guess black women between the ages of let's say 21 30 so walk me through that um the average customer age is probably around 18, 19 through mm-hmm. uh, 50, mm. roughly. But the main era, you know, 18 through 30, mm-hmm. if that's who comes. Um, my target audience when I first got started was um, on the more affordable side. So I tried to be as affordable, which I still am. I say I am. <laughs> I mean, I am. <laughs> you say it is. <laughs> What the customers say? <laughs> they say I'm still cheap. Mm. Um, because um, competition-wise, yes, it's someone else here, but you know, she's been in business. Of, she's an actual cosmetologist. I'm just a wig designer. Um, no, I didn't go to school for it. It's something that I just picked up. So, mm-hmm. um, not saying that I'm targeting the more expensive people because they come too um but i was trying to be more affordable for the area that i'm in because i'm in a rural area at this moment Mm -hmm. i see myself bigger texas somewhere else (laughs) in the future but um at the moment i'm in a small town so Mm -hmm. you got to be affordable for the people that's here locally Mm -hmm. um that's before i put myself on the internet now since I'm on the internet, um, people, I get orders from uh, South Carolina, Cal- California, Illinois, 
uh, New Jersey, you know, I've touched a couple of states. I'm planning on touching all 50. I even had an inquiry from Canada mm. and um, South Africa. Let's go. Yeah, I'm trying to be international. Let's go. <laughs> I'm here for so, it. I get a couple of them. They ask me, can I ship overseas? Mm -hmm. uh, because some women are military. Um, I have to figure that out because price-wise... It costs more to ship there than it would in the, actual, in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. I've even gotten people from the island. So it's it's coming. It's coming. Um, back to me quitting my job and having the three months he gave me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. January 2020. <laughs> I only sold three weeks. Okay. Mm, wait, so you so saying you like, went from a hot booming. boom, 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 nothing, yeah. crickets. <laughs> you thought, Hello. like you thought. You thought, yeah. Mm -hmm. I said, God, what you do? <laughs> mm -hmm. What you do? I was just booming, you know, here come January, it's a drought, okay? My mom, working as a cosmetologist for over 30 years, said that the J-months are dry months. So I'm listening, you mm. know, J-months are dry because, you know, after January, you have went through November and December, so holidays. You yeah. spent all your money, basically, at like Christmas. So January comes around, true. people waiting on their taxes. Mm. So February, I picked back up and I made 50, mm -hmm. 50 weeks. And it just kept going from there. February, you know, the pandemic hit in March 2020. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Lord, you know, what am I, do I need to stop or keep going or what? They kept ordering. The pandemic didn't stop nothing. It actually picked it up because people were not going to the salon. Mm. And then, you know, they're asking, you know, do you need to do braids? I said, no. I don't do braids anymore. I can make you a wig. I said, it'll last you, if you take care of it, mm -hmm. at least three years. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for real? Do you put them on? Yeah, I can put it on for you. I'll braid your hair down for you. And it went from there. From uh, I had a, a motivated cousin-in-law. Um, mm -hmm. She helped push me because she started her business also in 19. Um she has a clothing boutique called the Focus Boutique. So two women entrepreneurs, young, black in a small town, you know, we don't have much to look at. We don't have um, many people that are willing to, you know, tell us the business secret or mm -hmm. how to keep going. So if I learn something, I'll tell it to her. If she learns something, she'll tell it to me. And then she's like, girl, if you don't get registered and become a business, you're doing good. So why not? I was like, mm. Oh, I don't know. You know, I don't. Here comes the fear again. Myself. Here comes the fear again. Yeah, but fear will um, fear will break you, mm -hmm. and, or it'll make you, you know, put put yourself out there. I mean, you put yourself out there, you'll never know if you fail or if you would succeed. Mm -hmm. Being scared is like being scared is basically like saying. You don't trust yourself, you don't trust your good, and you don't trust the plan that God has for you. So. Oh, wait, wait. 
He just she just dropped the bomb right there. She said fear is saying you don't trust yourself. You don't trust other people's faith in you, and you don't trust what God has for you. Can you hear it? You can hear when he talks to you. Mm-hmm. You can hear it. I mean, the way me and God talk is like a friend, like how I would talk to you. Like, God, man, what? What's up? You know, hey, I know. Hey, come see me. You know, come talk to me. I ain't heard from you in a minute. I, what I need to do, you know, help me out. Mm-hmm. So, um, you just have to have that relationship and hear him. Mm-hmm. personally but um how i got uh through that cell um i went on a fast for lent um to easter you know some some people fast for uh that period of time yeah, yeah. and i heard um 99 12 i was like 99 12 what what numbers you give me Mm-hmm. I just kept hearing it, ninety nine twelve. So I was like, twelve weeks for ninety nine dollars. Mm. Or this is a wig. This is a, this, this is for the wigs. Yeah. Okay. For the wigs, twelve weeks for ninety nine dollars. Or you saying construction ninety nine dollars for twelve? How you want me to do it? Mm-hmm. You know. So. I had talked to um, some friends and I was throwing ideas and they was like, okay, 99.12. So this is April 2020. Uh, I had been talking about doing a sale, but I just didn't know what. So I was like, okay, I'll do a $99 sale mm-hmm. for 12 hours. This is just me being obedient mm-hmm. and listening because after this, you know, he'll elevate me even more. Right. So, I was like, when is the perfect time to do it? Black Friday. I was going to do it on my birthday, but then I said, no, that ain't good. I need traffic, traffic. So, mm-hmm. um, my post got shared a lot. You know, people were talking word of mouth. And I ended up with, uh, oh, the website. I was like, I need a website. I need to get online. I got wait, online. wait. At this wait, so wait, you wait, back up. You were saying you didn't even have a website? Mm-mm. I didn't get my website until I launched on Black Friday. I didn't launch it until Black Friday. This is all word of mouth. Okay. And fa- like I said, Facebook and Instagram helped me. Okay, so you're saying you ran long. Not only were you doing your hustle, but when you officially launched your business in May, in the middle of a pandemic, you didn't have a website and you still had regular orders coming in, increasing. Making 50 to 60 wigs a month. Making 50, 60 wigs a month. No website. Just you. No website. And that kind of let me, you know, I was like, I don't need a website, you know. People, that was just for Arkansas, though. Right. Well, that was a small pool. I don't want just Arkansas. I want the bigger states, surrounding areas. I want you to tell your friend out in Cali when you're on the beach and your hair flowing, where you get your hair from. You know, go to this website, order. For those of y'all who are listening, 
Do you not realize she she says she got you don't have to have a website. You don't have to have the best, biggest, brightest thing to get started yeah. and then get rolling. Like you just gotta jump out on fear, get rolling, mm -hmm. and then but also know like to your market. Cause like you said, you didn't just jump out and do three hundred dollars so in, three hundred dollar wig, three hundred dollar this. Like you you built mm -hmm. the relationship with your customers and I'm, I'm guessing like you provided good service and learned your lesson mm -hmm. before like the sale. Oh, it was a lot of lessons to learn because in a business, um, you're not going to please everybody. Mm -hmm. You're not going to make everybody happy, uh, regardless of how good you are or how people brag on you. It's always mm -hmm. a caring. <laughs> Not a Karen. <laughs> yes, that that's so picky or you know, anything but I still mm -hmm. how how can I, you know, um provide you with this service? What do you want me to change? Mm -hmm. I've only had out of um, me making wigs since October nineteen up until now, probably only had about five people to really, really just Say, I I'm not not pleased with the service, but they still keep their wig so you. <laughs> <laughs> if someone pees, but five out of how many? Mm -hmm. At least over four hundred wigs, you know. Yeah, five. That's that's really good. So yeah, I'm not complaining. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I did did do everything like marketing wise. Um. I didn't even have a logo or nowhere to start with the logo or anything. Colors, boxes. Mm -hmm. I was just shipping. I um the first wig that I ever made, I sold it for two hundred dollars and it was the twenty inch wig. Mm -hmm. And I probably only made sixty five dollars or seven dollars off of it because I had to spend, you know, some amount of money mm -hmm. to um even get my supplies. So in the beginning, yes, I lost money, but I gained clients. Right. Because I am fast. I can get, if I have it in stock, uh, for one, I can get it out within three to five days. Mm. That's, that's uh, customized and um, everything boxed up. If you want it curled, cut, colored, or anything like that. I get it out with at least three days. Mm -hmm. But at the most, oh, sorry. At the most, did that mess it up? No, you good. Keep going. Uh, my bad. <laughs> at the most, um, five days. But if I don't have it in stock, I can always order in it to get here within five days and I'll try to have it out mm -hmm. within those three. So, that's how I got popular too. People's like, girl, you did it so fast. You know, you take someone two weeks to give me my wig. I was like, no, if I got it here, I got to get it out of my house. That's the only way I'm going to make money. So, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing. Right. I did uh, really good during the pandemic. Uh, Sale-wise, uh, I've touched a lot of people, <laughs> different people in different states. And I'm still going. Nothing, nothing can stop me. 
even if I was down sick, I take a couple of days off, which I don't get sick like that. Knock on wood. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't get sick, so as long as I'm up, moving around, I'm working. Okay. It's so- been late, some late nights, but no, you gotta do that. Yeah. So before before we get into this the, the details of the sale, so I'm I'm curious as to how you worked out like getting like your supplier. Cause I mean, are, do you say you 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 Malaysian, you got Brazilian, do you got like <laughs> like the, uh, the supplier, all that? WhatsApp helps a lot. Um but they'll slide in your DMs on Instagram and say, hey, we got hair. Um, I did go to a hair show back in February of 2020 mm-hmm. before the pandemic hit. And um, I saw different vendors there for hair. Um, and I also had a cousin that was already in the business. She's in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, so she kind of steered me in the way. Um She's a wig maker also. Mm-hmm. She kind of steered me in the way um, to say, hey, this is how you check for good hair. This is how you check for bad hair. But what makes, curl. What, what makes good hair from bad hair that you've learned? Plastic. Mm. Plastic is some, um, some vendors put fillers in their hair mm-hmm. in order for it to weigh a certain weight. Um, you, and they might um, use... What is it called? Uh, process, they are processed. So if you get a bundle, mm-hmm. which I don't have, not in this room, um, it might look silky. It might feel good. Mm-hmm. After you wash it, it could just be frail. Mm-hmm. And you'll be pissed off. And I lost money like that because, you know, that's back before the pandemic hit, it was a little cheaper, you know, to buy hair. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, of course, since the pandemic hit, they didn't raise their prices because they had to make that money too. Cool. Um, I have gotten hair that when I hit it with the flat iron, it just shrivel up. You know, I've gotten hair that didn't color. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to test it out, wash it, dye it. I mean, wear it first of all. Right. I'm going hair for months to see how how it does because I'm not putting my name on anything bad, not sending it out or nothing. Wash it, wear it, test it out, color it, you know, heat test it, all that. Mm-hmm. If it did not pass, check the ends, you know, make sure they're not split or how, you know, it flows after mm-hmm. you flat iron it. You have to use product. Stiff wear. It's a lot. Stiff wear. <laughs> Still wear, <laughs> and now you know I've been through that, so I know. Um, I'm planning on releasing raw hair this year. Uh, hopefully within what's this? Hopefully by uh, April or May. Mm-hmm. I might release it in May since that's the anniversary. Um, for the raw hair, that's like top quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been wearing that hair. For about about ten months, so I know the product. Yeah, that's good. So quality. no one can come and say, "Hey, you know, I dyed this and it burnt up on me, started smoking." I was like, 
you know, know what products did you use? Did you go to a professional or did you, you know, I know about the product. So, mm-hmm. and their hair comes in uh, up to 30 inches. So, mm. what's, so what's the longest you got right now? Uh, 30 inches. I have 30. Uh, haven't, I really don't have people to say that they want 40 inches. Mm-hmm. Um, is, but, four, is no. 40 inches like the Cardi B, Nicki Minaj length? Down to your kneecaps oh, and yeah. ankles. Yeah. yeah no. This, no <laughs> that's a no for me. <laughs> Unless somebody uh, specifies that they want some long, extra long hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily have that on hand like that because who, who, you know, who's going to buy it unless it's a special occasion. Most people tend to do long hair or um, color hair during their birthdays mm-hmm. or a special event like maybe all star weekend you want to slink you know <laughs> be out there like that but um i personally i only carry between 14 and 24 inches on hand mm-hmm. typically uh, and that's in different patterns because I have a lot of patterns. I have straight, deep wave, by the way, Brazilian curly, tropical deep wave, loose wave, loose curly. So that's mm-hmm. seven. Um, what else? Kinky curly. Uh, I have to think of Italian wave. Mm-hmm. So that's nine that I can think of. Of right now. Full full blown service. Okay. <laughs> so before we get into the sale, because I am I am interested in the sale and how that whole process went for you. Mm-hmm. Um walk me through how jumping into entrepreneurship has affected your marriage. Like what adjustments have you had to make? Have because <laughs> I know like it, it's it's a whole different world when a spouse yeah. you come in oh yeah we we both gonna work we, we gonna work <laughs> nine to five you got your interest we got 401k and now here you come mm-hmm. in saying i'm quitting i'm quitting <laughs> you what this not this, oh, I got this not what I we signed up for in exactly. premarital counseling <laughs> that exactly you what exactly oh. so, so talk about that process Oh, he, uh, luckily, I have an understanding and supportive husband, Mm because anyone else probably would have been like, no, I don't care what you say, no. Um, I came from an entrepreneur background, like parents, parents. Mm-hmm. And his parents worked, so it was just like, mm. uh, we have a mixture. Mm-hmm. Um, his parent, his mom didn't even understand why I quit at uh, first, yeah. but foreign language. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's foreign language to her. But when I told my mom, you know, I want to quit, she's like, okay, what's your business plan? How you gonna execute mm-hmm. type stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, talking to my husband. I guess he really got tired of me saying it too. Um, I said it every day. I'm quitting. I, I, I'm turning my notice. I just, oh, I hate to hear it. And then me being pregnant didn't help 
because I would come home and cry. So mm. it was showing him like, I mean, she really do, you know, want to quit. But um, I was only making thirty thousand a year with the state. Yeah, and you know, that's not that's really not money at all. Mm-hmm. So what I did, I'm the <laughs> I calculated all our bills. Any debt, you know, mm-hmm. I said, this is what we owe, this is how much we're going to have left over in a month. And, you know, I really could stay home mm-hmm. and make, I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't expecting to um, take off like I did, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to be at home with my daughter for at least the first year. Then I would have went back to work, but I don't have to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I, I ran the numbers through him, and he was like, "Okay, you know, I'm not too sure about this because you know every man wants to feel secure, even and be you know like the big breadwinner and doesn't want his family to struggle at all." Yeah. So I do give him. I understood why he was kind of iffy about it at first because he doesn't necessarily know how entrepreneurship works. Yeah. Or um but he believed in me. So I owed him their respect to, you know, show him that I could do it. So when he said three months, I was like, three months? Are you kidding me? Three months not a long time. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, if you don't have if you don't have it up and running by uh December, January you should, you know, start looking for a job. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was like, "Challenge." <laughs> you took that as a Ooh. challenge. Okay, I love when you challenge me because mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you. You you can't tell me what I can't do. You know, mm-hmm. type stuff. Which nine times ten, uh, he's good and supportive on that end. Mm-hmm. Um, he even suggests uh He's I oh. Like this side, bunnies. Like mm-hmm. I have bunnies now. He's like, you need to add something to your business. So uh, him, yeah, coming up a plan. <laughs> yeah, he um uh, he's in IT, mm-hmm. so um it was a little cushion there, and then I had money saved, so it was cushion there also to help me get started. Because uh, I didn't necessarily want to take money out of our household trying to build a business. Mm-hmm. So um, what I did was the money <clears throat> that I made um, constructing it, I saved uh, and, you know, put it up and did research. It's late nights, early mornings, getting up, researching how can I get in touch with this vendor and all that. And I had mapped out everything. And I had to, he's a visual person, so I had to take it to him and show him, like, hey, mm-hmm. I found this one. This is how much they charge, you know. I can get this for this price, you know. I can make it, I can flip it and sell it for this price, you know. Just give me time. And me showing him from October to December mm-hmm. was him, you know, pushing me, motivating me, and he showed him, hey, she just not gonna sit on her. Can I, can I say the A word? Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. Can I can say she's not gonna just sit. I'm just gonna say, but she's not gonna sit on her butt. Which mm-hmm. she already knew that because 
we met in college and he saw me hustling then working two jobs and a size. So, mm -hmm. um, it's always been there. He, um, has always necessarily believed in me with, when I say I'm going to do something big, mm -hmm. he doesn't, you know, no, nah, don't do that. He never downplays me or anything. Um, mm -hmm. it's basically a trust thing that you got to have with your partner. If he doesn't trust you, it's not like going to work business aspect wise because it's just it could be up or down like I said I from October December I made like 75 weeks and boom January come on and made three, three three or four yeah and you know he looking at me I'm looking at him right what can you do but you know I kept putting myself out there and eventually it helped itself mm -hmm. without that website so uh since he's it he built my website for me mm -hmm. and uh on shopify which i like shopify because they give you all your analysts it shows you where people are looking at just the mm -hmm. most viewed items and everything else he built my website for me and um he even helps me stock um and package like he, he's all he in. Yeah, he need to be on payroll. <laughs> Go ahead, break him off. Uh, he yeah. need to be on payroll, but uh, he helps me out a lot, especially mm -hmm. with our one year old, mm -hmm. because she even tries to help. And I'm like, girl, not yet. It's not your time. My um business is named after her. Um, her name is Charlie Rain, mm. and Rain, yeah. Rain means to hold a position of king or queen and says you're the next up as an heir. Mm -hmm. That's the heir part. Um, so I'm building this business for her because uh, in today's time, I wish I had someone to have started me out mm -hmm. with something. You know, us as blacks don't always have a silver spoon in our mouth. Yeah. So... That's something that I always wanted for my own kid. So I'm building her business to leave her and just create generational wealth because if it don't start with me, who who is going to start with? So you got to start somewhere. I love it. I love it because you, you're doing all this because you, you, you say it because mm -hmm. there's somebody watching this that is thinking about stepping out, that's thinking about jumping the dreams. But <laughs> well, there's that. But their their spouse isn't. They 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 see the talent, they see the potential, but they ain't 100 on board. And they listen to this, and they're like, okay, I need to come with a plan. I need to do mm -hmm. this, do that. And keep in mind, maybe you don't realize this, but maybe you do. But you're doing all this within your first year of being married. Mm -hmm. Really, how old is Charlie going on two, or is she already two? Yeah, she'll be two in May. So she's going on. So first, first time mom, first mm -hmm. raising a young kid through all of this, and first year in business. Like all this is is going on, and you're handling it extremely, extremely well. And and also, and I love the concept of the name because, like, literally, like every time you look at it, it's like a reminder of why you're doing mm -hmm. it. 
and that mm -hmm. why is going to keep pushing you through it. So I, I love that. Okay. So the sale. So you fasted. Yeah. Oh, make sure we go back to sale. Hit that. Cause that, so you fasted for Lent. I that's, fasted that's 40 days. for Lent. Yeah. 40, for 40 days. days. Okay. And, um, mm -hmm. the sale, oh, when I heard those numbers, I said, I know you learned, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to make no money. <laughs> I'm not going to make no money having $99. Mm -hmm. So I know you tripping, guy. And he was like, you don't have to do that. See, I told you, I, that's how I hear him. Right, right. Well, no, you good. <laughs> He's like, girl, if, I, um, if you don't do what I told you to, you're going to forget it. I mean, you're going to regret it. Mm -hmm. When I moved to Houston, I didn't move when I heard him say move. And I said I would never in life not listen mm -hmm. the first time. Again, because I had to learn a different lesson out there mm -hmm. um, when I did move. Mm -hmm. But I said, okay, I'm going to do it. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do at this point because I know you're going to bless me in the end. So got somebody, um, one of his cousins is a, a digital designer. So she made, she made my logo and she did the flyer for my um, sale. Uh -huh. So uh, put the flyer out probably a couple of days before the sale because I was like, I don't want people inboxing me talking about, can I buy it now? Uh -huh. um, put it out a couple of days before and I launched my website that morning at 9 o'clock and on Shopify, it allows you to see the United States map. Uh -huh. So uh, it'll tell you where people are logging in. At. So when I got on there, I was like, okay, promote it on Instagram and Facebook. You know, it's live. Did you use ads and or no? Started, I, I used the ad a couple of days before. Uh -huh. uh, I only ran it for like two days. Uh -huh. But it got a number of views. So um, start lighting up everywhere, you know. It kind of had me excited. Then when you hear that ching, 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 I was like, okay, somebody just bought a wig. <gasps> somebody else just bought one. Okay, let me sit here and just watch it. Me watching it made me anxious. So I was like, I'm not gonna watch it no more. So uh, of course, in between time, I would get on Facebook and say. Okay, it's only five hours left, three hours left, 30 minutes left. Mm -hmm. um, and people would go on there. So I was only expecting to get about 50 weeks because, you know, not many people knew about me. I wasn't on the net like that. And mm -hmm. You just launched your website a couple of days before? I, no. I just launched it that morning. Oh, the website just been launched <laughs> for the sale. The website launched for the sale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I logged in and kind of like as a customer and picked through like I was shopping to make sure it worked. Mm -hmm. But everything was rolling. Um, it launched that morning from 9 to 9. Mm -hmm. And I it was like Leave it open for a little while longer. I said, uh-uh. Uh-uh, I can't do that because by that, by 9 o'clock p.m., I had over 125, 35 weeks. I was like, okay. 
I wasn't expecting it. I only got, I was only expecting 50, and I only had enough hair in to do 50 wigs. Mm. So, I was like, I'm going to work on these. Mm-hmm. I already had some made up, which, you know, the average size head, for y'all listening out there, is a 22-inch circumference. That's the average size. Okay. And not many people know that. Um, it goes from 21. Sometimes you do have little, little heads out there. Mm-hmm. Um, start at 20, and I can go up until 24, 25. Um, I, I have had 24 and 25-inch heads before. No, those are bigger. So um, they pick their size, where you want your part, mm-hmm. um, and whatever unit you want. Or if you want a custom one, you have to message me through Facebook, email, or Instagram. Mm-hmm. People that tend to go to my personal page, <sighs> messages get lost. So. Hold on, let me go. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Don't want to die in the middle of the podcast. Try my best to provide the best customer service. So, sorry, catch my breath. (laughs) Take your time. Had to run. Um, I pride myself on customer service. That's how I build my business and Mm -hmm. gain trust. So, the sale, I. Oh my goodness. It was <laughs> I didn't get a Black Friday hit. Um mm-hmm. I ordered more hair. So I didn't get that into December eighth. And I did ship out some wigs mm-hmm. um in order for those to go ahead and get out, right? But I guess people thought that they were pre made wigs, but I make all my wigs. Handmade. On the machine. I make them all. So, I'm talking about this busting the bundle down, sewing it through, you know, the whole process. I make them all by hand. You know, I'm not a machine. I have a machine, but I'm not a machine. (laughs) Right. I'm a mom, a wife, so I have to balance household with business. So, in those two aspects, sometimes they do collide a little bit because I'm a mom and a wife first, mm-hmm. and I do have a business, so I have to balance them out. Or um, my husband helps a lot with uh, our daughter because sometimes she tries to come help me, and it's not help. <laughs> it's more of you, okay, baby, go sit down. Like the mama works. Um, but balancing those two, I had to learn that also because sometimes the business will take over the household and sometimes the household will take over the business. So mm-hmm. at some point you got to say, okay, I'm just going to work from nine to five mm-hmm. and cut everything off. But, um, with the sale, I had my husband working, I had my niece working. I had bought an extra sewing machine just in case because mm-hmm. it did go down. Yeah. So I have three. Mm-hmm. Um, whew, it was a lot. And it. I thank my clients so much for being patient with me during that time. But some weren't. They're mm-hmm. like, I've been waiting 
month and I still haven't got my weed. I said, okay, it's a process. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what time you ordered because I was going in order of whoever, however they ordered. If you ordered at um, 7.30 p.m., um, that means you're at the back. It yeah. means you're number 112 instead right. of number 13, you right. know. That's the way I chose to do it. Um, it was that part was a lot, mm-hmm. um, but you have to control the situation and the clients. You have to still make them happy, but not get stressed out in mm-hmm. the whole sense. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a lot, but I did it. Um, not gonna do it again <laughs> anytime soon. Not that cheap. Yeah. At least not that cheap. But because I honestly did I honestly missed out on a couple thousand if I would have did it for, you know, at least half price. But me doing it uh for ninety nine dollars was just me being obedient. You have to be obedient mm-hmm. and listen. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I still made money, but it's the, it wasn't a lot necessarily. So, mm-hmm. um, and me working from December, because I just finished about two weeks ago, uh, with all 135 shipped out, you know, make sure everybody happy, and I took a break. Yeah. Um, so, I, I just finished that at the beginning of, no. Right after Valentine's Day, I sent out my last order, which time-wise, that's good. Two and a half months mm-hmm. is good for that amount of custom orders. Money, mm-hmm. I had to cut. It was all bobs. Mm-hmm. So we had some asymmetrical bobs um, and bang bobs uh, and blunt cut bobs, mainly. I didn't do color on the sale because that would have took longer. Um, and it was just a balanced thing. Had to find time for my family and myself. So, mm-hmm. and sleep. Oh, yeah. Can't forget about that. <laughs> so, so, it was pretty straightforward. You know, just go ahead and get it done. I wanted to get it done because I wanted to get back to regular regular life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he being working from December to February, uh, December, that's two months without me bringing in an income, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Even though I probably made that income on Black Friday, but still. That means that you're growing. That yeah. means that means that it's time to level up. But that's. Oh, I am. Oh, yeah, I already know. You you, <laughs> you talking about going international, so I know you, you yeah. headed in the right direction. Um, I don't only do uh, units for our culture. I've done weeks for Caucasians also. So mm-hmm. I, if I could, that's another world, you know. Right. If I could tap into those, which I have a couple loyal clients, um, which, and they tell their friends. Mm hmm. And Facebook groups help me out also. So just put yourself out there. They'll inbox you. If they like your work, they definitely will inbox you. Right, right. 
man i love it i love i love i love the journey i love the process that you that you've gone through and it and it really speaks to those people who are like scared to get started or they're mm-hmm. afraid or they just don't know what to do it it really speaks to that so um so let's because i want to make sure that you you have enough time to go tend to your daughter and all that good stuff mm-hmm. um so i got two questions left. well two things left the first one is what's next for you what's next for Rainbow next here? Mm-hmm. um i plan on adding uh more products like lashes beauty mm-hmm. beauty scrubs and uh things like that in the future uh, but at what's happening uh within the next month or so is the color i'm adding the color um colored wigs to uh, my site mm-hmm. and also um i want to add clothing uh well stuff with my logo on it mm-hmm. can you hear me yeah i want to add things with my logo on it i've already added the bonnets uh mm-hmm. They're um silk oh silk bunnets. Mm-hmm. And it has the logo and this is the inside of it. Ooh. Um okay. which I I've tested these out and they I have a big head and they don't come off the line. Mm-hmm. Um I've added that. I'm I'm planning on adding um more stuff with my logo. So you are your brand. Mm-hmm. You put your brand on everything. So, if I could put on a t-shirt, I will. Um, what else? Uh, color. Uh, I'm going to eventually kind of iffy about uh, doing installs at the moment because of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do have some people that I do installs for. Um, I just want my name out there, big. In a life, maybe I can be like the next uh, Kendra's boutique, or you know how she's from Little Rock, but mm-hmm. she, you know, she made it. She made it out. Um, maybe even open up my own. Uh, beauty supply store one day i don't know <laughs> i just have to put it in the works and pray on it but yeah for the most part coming soon will be the raw hair mm-hmm. and um the colored wigs love it love it okay so takes and you're going to be international and yeah gotta be international. <laughs> international i'm i'm gonna ship because you got to speak it as it is, I'm going to ship my first um, international week this year. Boom. Going to do that. Boom. We're going to do it. Talk to the people who are who are watching this, who are thinking about launching you know, their hair business or thinking about stepping out on faith, stepping out into the dream. Talk to the people. Last words of encouragement for you to give them. Okay. I would say if you have a vision, um, write it down, make it plain. Habakkuk 2 and 2, that's the Bible verse that I go by. I mean, it says, write down your vision, make it plain upon tables so that they can see it. I'm quoting it, uh, yeah. but you can look it up. Habakkuk 2 and 2, um, that's what I pride my business on. I wrote down the vision for Rain's Air, uh, 
I wrote out a, a small business plan. You know, you never know which way you're going to go with it or um, <clears throat> how it's going to go until you try. So try at least. Um, don't talk to dream killers because they'll get you down more than people lift you up. And it, it can only it can be one person. Sorry. It can be one person to say, uh, well, such and such over here doing it. Okay, it's hundreds of bread companies. It's, it's a whole lot of restaurants that selling the same thing. Can they do it like me? Mm-hmm. And tell them, you know, go about their business. I always believe in yourself. If you hear it first, you know, God put the idea in your head for a reason. Mm-hmm. And he wants you to execute it and put it out into the world. So um, believe in yourself. Believe in your dream. Know your product. Do your research, for one. Um, don't sell, you know, be out here selling junk. Mm-hmm. Make sure you test it out um, and have a great support system. Like I said, a dream killer or a person that doesn't even understand the entrepreneur mindset will get you down, get you some people, sorry, that know business um, to help keep you motivated. I have a friend all the way in New York, and um, I met her on Instagram. She doesn't, she didn't know me. I didn't know her, and I had to ask her um, where did she get her boxes from because that's the type of box that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And she didn't hesitate um, to this day if I need any help or anything like that. Her name is Bria Mia. She's on Instagram. Very sweet, you know. Um, just. Yeah, a stranger would treat you better than a someone that you thought was your friend, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, just stay motivated. Uh, look for inspiration. Take it one day at a time and execute it. Write it down and execute it. That's all I have to say. There we go. Um <laughs> For so, where where can people find you? Where can people find Rain to Air and uh, solicit your services? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Rain's Air, uh, Facebook Rain's Air with the apostrophe. Um, this just like you see um, mm-hmm. in my logo. Um, I do custom wigs. You can go on my website and order any wig. On there, that's www.rainsair.com. If you need help with a head measurement, I can send you a video uh, through email, Facebook, or um, Instagram on how to do it, uh, because that's important. Uh, I do offer wig construction services with your own hair, and you can mail that in to me at P.O. Box 11596 in El Dorado, Arkansas. And just address it to Robin or Rain's Air, and I'll get it. Um, also, you can email me any inquiries. But I will say Facebook and Instagram, I can respond faster because I get that notification faster. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Uh, here's one. 
of my units that's going out today. This is uh, that one's already sold. <laughs> yes, yeah, already sold. This is rain, and mm -hmm. I the customer wanted um, highlights added to her, so she's going out today to her new mommy, and it's a closure unit. Mm -hmm. So, this is the Brazilian curly, and you can find this on my website also. There it is. All right, Robin, thank you for joining the show, telling your story, dropping all the gems uh, for those people who are, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs and mm -hmm. maybe afraid to step out on faith. I think this was just this was just a phenomenal episode, not just for for the audience, but it was one for me, too. So me, uh, too. <laughs> right. So for those of y'all watching on YouTube, those of y'all watching on Facebook, go ahead and smash that like button. You know how the kids do, you know, all the, you know how we do yeah. it. Um, go ahead, subscribe um, and share this with somebody who really needs this because this was a great, phenomenal episode. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes, go ahead and hit that five star review so we can leave us a review. Um, tell us what you thought of the episode. And go ahead and share this with somebody, like I said, with somebody who really needs this. Until then, I want you guys to keep creating your version of the good life. Until then, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.